insight meditation practice is essentially concerned with what it means to be awake. What it means to wake up from the confusion and reactivity that we can often find ourselves entangled within. To be more fully awake in our lives is perhaps the most significant thing we can develop, we can cultivate, that will contribute to our deepening well-being and to the, the discovery and realization of our full and remarkable potential as human beings. We can spend so much of our lives asleep, it seems, unconscious to much of what's going on within us, unconscious in regard to a lot of what's taking place around us. And so the, the beginning point for meditation practice is really just the turning towards or the orienting towards this possibility of being present, being awake, being conscious of what's actually happening. And not seeing that as some need to have some great sort of understanding as such. It's not a, a conceptual sort of orientation, but more an orientation in one's intentionality towards this possibility of being present, of being awake. The, the understanding that we seek, the opening of our hearts and the deepening of our capacity for life flows from the quality and depth of our connection to where we are. And for many of us it's, it's not unusual that our life is, is busy, is full, is demanding. And we're often caught in conflicting or complicated processes and activities and patterns of responding to the demands that are placed upon us or to the things that come towards us. And here in meditation, in this, in this practice, we're invited to really allow it to be more simple, to allow it to be more immediate, to give ourselves permission for this time to put down the world that we come from, to not have to pick up the world which we may be moving towards. And by world, it's very much the sense of what arises, what emerges, what shows itself to us from which we form and frame and shape our sense of experience. When we're not conscious, when we're not present, we are easily caught in reactions that do not necessarily serve us we easily find ourselves playing out patterns and familiar pathways of behavior or response that if we were to reflect on them, we might see that they're not actually in line with what we most deeply wish for, what we most deeply care about. And without in any way judging the fact that this is so, without judging ourselves or criticizing ourselves, we can begin to establish ourselves or, or deepen 
our establishment in a pathway of wakefulness, of presence, of consciousness, of mindfulness that allows us to see more clearly and therefore choose more skillfully in our responses. There's no particular experience from this perspective that's more or less important than another. And I think it's really helpful and important to understand that. That it's not that we're seeking to create any hierarchy of experience. All experience offers us the opportunity to connect, to be present, to learn, to grow, to wake up, in fact. And... At the same time as that, there is a real skillfulness and supportiveness in the way we use and direct our attention with regard to the, the multiplicity of experience which arises, which we encounter. And in the, in the practice of insight meditation, we begin by simplifying the focus, making a a conscious choice as to where we will give our attention. Both as a training process, as a developing of the capacity of heart and mind to be attending in line with our intentionality rather than simply as a habitual or reactive response to whatever is the strongest or the most familiar stimulus to which we are, which we are encountering or which we are subject to. So beginning to bring an intentionality into our inner processes. And so we, we use the body and the breathing as a, as a framework for being present, as a, as a framework for grounding and connecting to the immediate experience. Because it's available, because it's here, and because in, in a way it's more simple and slow moving than a lot of the the mental activity and mental phenomena of thoughts and feelings and images that we encounter. And so there's something very helpful about that simplifying and that slowing down that takes place, where we, we don't have to get anywhere, we don't have to produce anything, we don't have to become or be anybody in this process. But we are invited to explore what is here, to be curious about who it is, that is encountering all of this that we call our life. Not curious in a sense of trying to figure it out with our minds, but more curious in a sense of, okay, let me see what's happening here. Let me actually be very present for the simplicity of experience, of sights and sounds and smells and tastes and touch, which is really what makes up our primary experience. And the body and the breathing are always taking place right here. Mental activity, thinking, reactivity, all of this in a life that can sometimes seem to dominate our experience, this very easily is drawn into, into stories of past and future, into the imaginings of what might come, into the rememberings of what has been. And in doing so, we lose something very powerful, something very precious, which is this this immediacy of wakefulness, of just being right here and right now, to see that this offers us, as we cultivate it, as we develop it, 
it offers us something very precious and profound. And while that may not resonate in the, media, in the immediacy as we're beginning this process, it might not be what stands out to begin with. I think it's just important also to have a, have a sense of, of what it is that this may offer us. And what it is that in our hearts we most are deeply are most deeply concerned with or interested in. To understand that really all inner development flows from being more present, more fully awake, more fully able to connect with, to meet and to open to our experience as it unfolds. And so we begin with the body because it's here and the breathing because it's happening always right now. And we use these as a, as a basis for becoming established. Not making them somehow more important than other things but choosing for this time to be focused in that way. To have a ground for our attention. To free it from the compulsion of reactivity to have a ground for this remarkable and mysterious wakefulness that we can connect with, that we perhaps take for granted until we begin to examine it, to see what a remarkable thing it is that we are here at all, that we have this capacity to be conscious and to direct our attentiveness. So with the, with the sitting meditation posture, there are three primary elements to the meditation posture, which in fact apply to all postures that are really useful to be aware of. First is the, the contact, a sense of groundedness, of what it is to be in touch with the earth, with this firmness and solidity that we rest upon. And we, we feel this in the, the, the sensations that we may notice in our bottom, our buttocks, our knees or our feet, which are on the ground or on the seat or cushion. But wherever we feel the weight of our body pressing onto the earth, pressing onto whatever it is that supports us, that we sit or rest our weight upon. And that quality of firmness, of solidity, of hardness, of substantiality, this is something to just to notice, to feel, to sense as a beginning point to recognize that we are supported. We can rest upon this. We can allow our weight to rest on the earth. And to feel what that contact is like for you just now. Taking a moment also to feel the uprightness of your body. It's very helpful and supportive in the development of meditation to, to consciously establish and sustain an upright quality in the posture. A 
are feeling the way that your pelvis and spine, the torso, neck and head rises up from that contact with earth. That sense of uprightness, expressing an intentionality, expressing a a conscious quality of engagement. And it's not always easy to support ourselves to be upright, but it's really beneficial to develop the capacity to do so. And if you're sitting in a chair or if you need to support your back for some reason due to some vulnerability, injury, weakness or health condition in that region, then that's really okay. And other than that, it's also really helpful and important to be self-supporting, to begin to develop the capacity to be upright without needing to lean always upon something, the way that most of the sitting chairs and postures that we habitually take often involve some degree of collapsing or abandoning this upright quality. It's not to say that we can't at times adjust or we might not at times need that support. But we can also develop a degree of independence and regard to this. And feeling that quality of uprightness, of alertness, of intentionality. There's a brightness about it, something dignified, to sit upright. And sensing in that the quality of extension in, in space, the way in which our body is able to expand and extend into the space around us and above us. And so feeling that sense of sky, of openness, of possibility around us, that perhaps invites us or calls us to more fully discover and embody our potential as human beings. And with that sense of ground and earth beneath us, of uprightness and sky above, we can also relax. And just giving oneself full permission to soften, to relax, to let go of those places of holding, of tension, of contraction that are not required at this time where we don't need to be holding on. That doesn't mean that it goes away, that it stops by itself, but just inviting what's possible there. And it can be really helpful just to take a moment to feel through your body. Starting perhaps from around the head and the face, just feeling where there might be tension or tightness. And softening, relaxing, allowing it, just letting your body know it doesn't need to hold on so much. But not putting it under pressure, not judging if it doesn't let go and just seeing what's possible again around the face neck, shoulders also in the jaw just wherever you may feel some tension just take a moment to be conscious and present with it allowing it to soften and drop so far as it does or can likewise in the chest and the belly just inviting and allowing a sense of softening a sense of openness And 
And with that softening, with that openness, we can sense the way the body invites the breath, allows the breathing to flow in and out. And starting to sense within the framework of your body, sitting upright here as you are, the movement of breathing. The ripple and flow of sensation as the breath is drawn into your body as it expands and rises. And the ripple and flow of sensation as you breathe out, as the air is released from your body, as it softens and drops. And just noticing what for you, you sense and feel directly of this experience, so not making an image or trying to conceptually sort of describe the experience, but just feeling. What is it that lets you know right now that your body is breathing? Noticing what helps you discern that it's breathing in. How does that feel? What do you experience? And likewise as you breathe out. And as I mentioned last night, if you're you're new to meditation or to this attending to the breathing as as a foundation for meditation, and you find it useful, you can place the soft open palm of your hand gently against the middle of the torso, just feeling how that makes the sensation of breathing more clear for you. Just gently making contact, if that's useful. And if not, that's not required. And so this simple human experience of body breathing, letting this be the place that we establish and connect ourselves to the present moment, to what's right here, to what's right now, bringing an open and non-judgmental attentiveness to this experience. Not trying to take hold of the breath, not tightening around the idea that I must fix my attention in some place or some way to this. But more being close to, being intimate with, being sensitive to the experience of breathing as it takes place. And if you find your attention is drawn to some other experience, a sound, a thought, an image, feeling, Not making that a problem in itself. Just acknowledging how this happens, because it does. And turning your attention again to the breathing. Coming back into contact with this simple, immediate experience. Taking place right here. And right now. And giving yourself permission to not have to know where this is going. To not have to determine what the outcome of this process will be but really offering yourself very fully to the simplicity of this moment-by-moment experience.
this body sitting right here on the earth and beneath the sky, just as it is. This body breathing in and breathing out. In whatever way that breath comes, simply knowing this experience, just as it is. Being attentive to this, being mindful of this, conscious and open to what is here, so far as you're able to be, knowing the simple experience of body, sitting, breathing just as you are. Coming back to this and beginning again. Whenever you become aware that you've become distracted or disconnected, without judging that, but just beginning again, quite simply, just where you are.
reconnecting and beginning again right where you are. Whenever you notice you've become lost in thinking, past or future, drawn into reactivity. Just again, feeling your body sitting on the earth, beneath the sky, upright and yet at ease. Connecting again with the breathing and movement of sensation in your body. Whether it's long or short, deep or shallow, rough or smooth, just noticing the experience, how it is for you to be right here, right now. Sitting, breathing. To being attentive to this, mindful of this. Just as it is, and just as you are.
And for the last minute of the sitting, just again reconnecting, being present in a simple and wholehearted way, in touch with your body breathing, right here and right now. the sound of the bell. Just listen and receive that sound just as you've been receiving the breath, the breathing experience. Just listening as the sound arises and sustains for a little while and fades away. And when the sound has faded, we can take that as the sign, the marker at the end of the formal meditation period. So maybe uh, this time I'll pass over to Gavin. And, uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the uh, practice of walking meditation, which uh, some of you will be familiar with. And essentially in some ways it's the same practice that we've already been doing. This practice of beginning again, connecting with our bodily experience in the moment and in a way sowing the seeds of wakefulness in our experience whenever awareness shows up and so the walking practice seems particularly relevant for so many of our lives which really are dynamic lives you know we're moving beings we many of us lead quite fast-paced existences and so often the experience of walking is really the in-between it's one of getting to the next place it's it's being that next step ahead of ourselves sometimes so uh, of real value um, in our culture this this practice of beginning to really inhabit our body our experience as part of the only moment there there is we spend a lot of our lives moving around and very much in the teachings this is there is one of the four postures that that is spoken and and, uh, taught and so the way we explore this on retreat is we set set up a kind of a contained situation. So really we're exploring walking without going anywhere at all. And uh, we do this just by walking back and forth in a straight line. So it's, it's all about the actual movement of walking as opposed to getting anywhere. 
And yet, interestingly enough, we can still experience and feel those pulls towards getting somewhere sometimes when we're walking. You know, okay, it'll maybe look and feel a bit different when I get to the end of the walking path. Turn around. How many of these can I do over the next few minutes? It's, it's so ingrained, this, this kind of forward uh, movement in the mind that accompanies this, this, this moving experience of walking. So the invitation is just to notice all of this happening and just continue to reconnect, begin again, come back to ourselves. And, and in a sense, that is the practice, those moments where we, we reconnect with what is actually happening right now. That, that is the practice in a way. And yes, there may be times where it feels like we're really there for the whole walking path. But oftentimes there can be a lot of thinking when, we're, when we go into, into walking. And again, it's just whenever we notice that happening, everything's, everything's there to, to, to become awake to, to become aware of. And yet we can use the body as, as a support for a simple support that's here and available in the present moment. So maybe uh, a path about the, the width of this hall, walking back and forwards. And when we get to the end of our path, it can be really nice just to pause, stop, land, receive life. So it can be a gentle practice one of one of really receiving rather than than doing anything in particular and obviously eyes open a really useful support for this practice so it can feel a little bit more engaged a little bit more noticing our surroundings really drinking in this this beautiful morning that that is uh, available to us and it can be nice with the walking practice to kind of tune in a little bit to where you're at but generally inclined towards slowing down a little bit um, there is no optimal pace to do this at as such. So it might be if you know you feel there's a lot of energy in the, the body today, walking a little bit faster might feel useful. Um, but generally, just slowing a little bit, just kind of leaning towards relaxing, just 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 being here can be useful. So with this, it can, it can be a really nice kind of um, combination with the sitting practice of, of, of when we walk, um, allowing our awareness kind of within the body to drop down towards the feet as a general orientation. So it might just be sometimes there's a general felt sense of the body just, just being there, but we might begin to notice more those moments where the feet just in kind of bare contact with the earth just this body walking on the earth. So as opposed to the breathing, we can, we can have the, the, the feet and the experience of the feet almost from the inside to be uh, the, the kind of orientation of, of our awareness. And any time we find there's a lot going on, we're not quite sure what's happening, you can just have this option of, of just pausing, just kind of stopping where you're at. You don't need to continue walking along the path. You can just stop and uh, just a sense of gathering oneself. It's nice to kind of, when we plug in again, just to kind of know where we're at in a sense and then we can begin again.
And so in this we begin to get a sense of how this practice really is continuous in a way. We, we're, we're kind of sowing seeds in all different situations. And we can, you know, the, the heart of the Buddha's teachings is this, this sense of intention, of showing up. So when we're sitting in the meditation hall, very much the fact that we're here with a willingness to show up is really, really powerful. It's kind of where everything stems from and grows from. So it's the same in the walking practice, by somehow showing up, engaging. We're not quite sure what's going to happen, but just making ourselves available is, is really powerful. And of course, these seeds can begin to grow and develop in their own time. So it's not about any particular experience happening. We can notice the, the mind that's seeking a particular experience. But again, more about beginning again and how, how are we relating to this experience in the moment, wherever we find ourselves. In this sense, sort of continue that attitude through the, from the sitting practice into the walking. So as I mentioned, it's a, a lovely day outside, it seems, at the moment for, for moving into walking practice. There is some um, space in the walking room that you should uh, have all, all be aware of. Some of you will have been shown that to a new to Gaia house. Um, but really nice to get outside and connect with the natural world and let that be a support to our practice also. And uh, if it so happens that rain does pay a visit at any time there are various kind of uh, bits of wet weather gear right at the far end of the house if you need so general encouragement to get out there when you can if it feels supportive and the other thing to mention in all of this as well is again this is really at its heart a, a, a practice and path of, of kindness so sensitivity to ourselves to our bodies is is really important here so whilst we're setting up a kind of a general approach to this tuning into yourself i know some of you have uh, various sort of differing bodily capacities and just feeling into what feels appropriate for you so it might be walking a much shorter distance or um you know small steps so if, if this becomes a practice of somehow trying to push too hard against how we are then it's it's it doesn't quite have that sense of kindness that it's at its core so, so tuning into what feels appropriate for you. But normally there is a way to really practice this, this form wholeheartedly in, in some shape. And uh, again, there's a certain kind of sense of commitment and also letting go, surrendering into the, the practice that is a, a powerful thing. Maybe the last thing to mention, sometimes you can end up in a situation where your walking path is crossing right over somebody else's. And uh, it, can, it can get a little funny when you, uh, when you meet in the middle there. So if you want to make sure your paths don't cross each other's, that can, uh, again, support the simplifying whilst we're here. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's normally, it, that normally works pretty well when we do it that way. Okay, so before we move into that, um, I thought if we stand up, we can just get a little bit of a felt sense of that sensation at the feet that I was mentioning. Um.
again, just tuning into the uprightness, but also the kind of relaxed flavour that we can bring to this practice. So maybe with your knees a little bit unlocked. This might be the posture you find yourself in just at the end of your walking path before you turn around. And then just, just feeling into the sensations of the feet. So that's a little bit different to, to looking down from the head at the feet. It's a little bit awareness from inside the body. And just the, the sense of the upright force from the ground can can feel quite tangible, so it's quite nice to come back to. Simple and tangible. And if you've got enough room, we'll, we'll just take a, a small step. So if you transfer the weight just onto the right foot, notice that transfer of weight. And then lifting the right foot and just placing it in front of you. And then noticing that transfer of weight again. And bringing the other foot to the side. So this is the place that we can come back to wherever we find ourselves. And just a sense of real simplicity in this practice actually. And yet the experience can be extremely rich, especially when we let nature come to ourselves. So not, not, not so much a focused awareness, but just a sense of feeling the feet, this body, on the earth, in the middle of life. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.